Hi, my name is Dr. Bonacici. I'm a facial plastic surgeon and I'm the director of 8 West Cosmetic Surgery and Aesthetic Medicine. Welcome to our newest video series where we explore V-Line and modern beauty ideals. We're going to explore today's V-Line trends and discuss the most requested features and options for achieving them with surgical and non-surgical treatments. About me, I'm a board certified facial plastic and reconstructive surgeon and I've been in practice here in Vancouver for 20 years. I am surrounded by some very, very talented people that help me in my practice uh, on the uh, side of our practice where we do non-surgical and uh, aesthetic medical treatments. Here at 8 West, we offer a unique approach to medical aesthetics. At the core of our practice is, is the 360 four-dimensional consulting process. We offer a comprehensive set of surgical and non-surgical options delivering results-driven combination-based treatments that are customized to each patient. Because we're also a surgical practice, we have the unique ability to assess and analyze the face from a four-dimensional perspective and create treatment plans that address bone, muscle, fat, and skin. Our team of medical professionals are proven specialists in their areas of expertise. Our team includes registered nurses, medical estheticians, and patient care managers. We really have a wonderful team-based work environment and there's a strong bond and culture that binds us here together. A core part of our offering, of course, is facial plastic surgery, which includes various surgeries for altering the shape or for rejuvenating the nose, eyes, face, and neck. We offer a comprehensive spectrum of device-based skin treatments, including various technologies and modalities for skin rejuvenation, tightening, and brightening. Our injectables practice is based on subtle and natural changes of the face using injectable medications. Medical-grade skincare products, of course, help brighten and clear the skin and improve overall skin health. I mentioned that this new video series is touching on some of the newest and more influential themes in medical aesthetics. The core themes that we'll explore are skin health and age prevention, face reshaping and beautification, body contouring and rejuvenation, procedures for men, face and skin rejuvenation and correction, and female health. Please stay tuned for other videos being produced around these topics as well. So let's jump into the topic today, which is V-Line and modern beauty ideals. One international beauty trend that's gaining popularity around the world is the V-Line look. As a Vancouver-based practice, we receive many inquiries from patients who desire these features to some degree. One such standard of age and beauty is the V-Line, referring to the jaws to chin shape resembling a V. The face shape makes you look sleek and slim, which are attributes that many modern men and women seek. In some parts of the world, fairly aggressive surgical procedures have been designed that can be used to aggressively modify the facial shape into a fairly sharp V. Although dramatic changes can be achieved through V-line surgery, it's not for everyone. In this video series, I'll be presenting and discussing some approaches to achieving this shape without necessarily having to have aggressive surgery. I think it's also important to note that some of the features that are considered beautiful may not be related to the classic V-line changes, which would be augmentation of the chin or sharpening of the jaw, but can also be enhanced by removing some of the buckle fat or opening the eyes with double eyelid procedures or even shortening the upper lip. Keep in mind a lot of these procedures that we do are still fairly minimally invasive and very safe and can often be complemented by non-surgical techniques to really achieve a very beautiful improvement without having to have fairly invasive surgical procedures. So what are patients asking for? In Vancouver, Often our patients are looking for a natural result, but still with a, a change in the shape of their face that is noticeable. 
And often we can do this by reducing the size of the cheek. We can augment the jawline quite readily with injectable materials. Even taking out some of the bulges and smoothing, of, smoothing the eyelids can be done in a fairly uh, conservative fashion. People are requesting eyes that look large and bright, lower eyes that are smooth without shadows, cheeks that create a pedestal for the eye, noses that look defined and projected, lower cheeks that look sleek and slim, chins that are longer and more defined, and skin that's clear and bright. These are all things that can be achieved surgically and non-surgically without having to do uh, aggressive procedures. Patients are requesting eyes that are large and bright, and how is that achieved? On the surgical side, we often will remove some of the extra skin in the upper eyelid, sometimes create a fold when there isn't one present. Uh, a more aggressive approach would be uh, extending or opening the uh, lateral canthus, not something we would generally recommend, uh, but those are things that people do sometimes request. The two main approaches to creating a double eyelid fold are an incisional technique, where an incision is placed along the entire length of the lid, or a buried suture technique, where a very small stitch is placed subcutaneously, where it can't be seen, but it creates a fold uh, when patients open their eyes. And this is a very useful technique, it's very common in uh, uh, in Asia and it's something that we do uh, here in our clinic. Let's talk about how to achieve smooth lower lids that are shadow free. Think about the lower lid as having a bulge underneath the eye and then sometimes a little groove or a trough underneath that bulge. So we're either trying to reduce the bulge or augment the trough. So surgically we take some of that fat out uh, in a technique that is scarless. Uh, the incisions are placed behind the eyelid and not through the skin. This is called the transconjunctival blepharoplasty, and that's a pretty straightforward procedure. We often do that in patients who are fairly young. The other option is to either remove that fat and replace it into the trough, or that trough, which is the, the, the hollow underneath the eye, can be filled with fillers that are injected very gently through the skin. So one of the features that people consider to be beautiful is that the eyes are framed. Not only are they framed above, but they're also framed below. And that requires, in some cases, some augmentation of the cheek to provide a framework or a pedestal for the eyes. And that can be done with cheek implants or it can be done with injected fillers. Let's talk about the nose. Patients are requesting noses that are projected and more defined. Of course, this can be done with contour makeup. It can be done with non-surgical techniques like injectable fillers. And it can also be done surgically. There are implants that can be placed in the nose, but I often recommend using the patient's own cartilage to give definition and more stiffness to the nose so that the tip of the nose projects and looks more defined. Non-surgically, we generally use injectable fillers to augment the bridge and tip of the nose. Um, there are limits to how much augmentation can be achieved with this technique, but uh, the results are immediate and there's really no downtime from this procedure, so it's, it can be quite attractive. Next is the cheek to chin area. So patients are requesting cheeks that are shapely with adequate volume, a V-line shape from cheek to chin. The area below the cheekbones looks sleek and slim. So what can cause a round or chubby shape to the face? First of all, it's genetic. Some patients have a shape that's like that and they ha their parents have it. Uh, sometimes it's the, the shape of youth, which is, which is nice. But those areas um, are sometimes larger or rounder because of enlarged muscles, so the masseter muscles that you chew with. Sometimes the parotid gland in the cheek can be somewhat larger in some people than others. Also there's a fat pocket that sits inside the cheek which can sometimes give some fullness in the mid portion. Otherwise it's really just variation of normal and I think that 
Um, to a certain degree, some modification of the size of these structures, or whether you enhance them or whether you subtract uh, their volume, uh, can look really good. But significant changes often don't. So I always encourage our patients to, to consider subtle changes to these features. Much of this can be not done non-surgically, so certainly the extra volume laterally out towards the ear can be reduced with injectable materials. The area uh, in the mid-cheek, uh, inside the cheek, can be reduced with a small procedure called buccal fat reduction, where uh, the fat inside the cheek is removed through a small incision in the, inside the mouth. The jawline can be augmented. Uh, chins can be augmented with implants uh, or with injectable fillers. The jawline can also be sharpened and made more uh, angular uh, through the use of injected fillers. Uh, of course, implants can be used for the jawline as well, although that would you know, probably be considered a bit more aggressive than I'd recommend. Let's finish off with the chin and neck. They really go hand in hand. A well-projected chin often makes the neck look sharp and tight. So in a patient who has a smallish chin, uh, sometimes the neck contour isn't as ideal. So augmenting the chin can often make the neck skin look tighter. And so that, again, can be done with injectable fillers or can be done with chin implants. It's possible to actually advance the entire uh, bone of the chin through incisions uh, that cut through the bone and then advance that forward. There are procedures designed to reduce some of the fat, and those include uh, cool sculpting or uh, uh, enzyme reduction of the, of, the, um, of the fat. Liposuction can be done in that area, but I sometimes find that's, again, a bit more aggressive than I would typically recommend. Uh, and lastly, there's a procedure called platysmoplasty, which is used to tighten the muscle uh, that can sometimes sag in the lower neck. There probably isn't one procedure that works in everybody and I think that um, a variety of options are certainly there. Um, but for most people a conservative approach gives an improvement without significant risk and I generally recommend that. Watch out for our upcoming video where we're going to see Micah, she's going to be our case study where we're gonna show you how we're gonna improve her facial shape through some minor surgical procedures, as well as some non-surgical volumization and contouring.